Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever you're watching and wherever you're listening to this podcast, I'm Faye and I sell Medicare plans. This is the podcast where everyone comes who is an insurance professional who wants to know what is actually happening in these Medicare streets. This is where you can keep up to date with what's going on in your world and how you will be able to help others. Today, my special, very special guest, I am so excited about this. You guys just don't know. I am one who believe that just demonstrating to you how to present something to a, a customer, how to talk about Medicare is not all that we do. Because we run our own businesses, there are many, many other things that we need to know about. So my very special guest today that I'm excited about is Eric Hossapper. Eric has been in business for a number of years. And as you can see, Eric believes in living in the gap. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Faye. I gotta correct you on my name. It's Holes Apple. Holes Apple. There you go. You know what, Eric? What? I like to keep things simple. So if you don't mind, I'll Eric. just say Eric because be I perfect. won't mess that one up. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for the correction. Thanks so for listen. having me on. Much oh, appreciated. you are so welcome. Of course. Most of the things that I've learned about you is about mindfulness. So can you just tell me, what does that mean? You know, there's a lot of long definitions. I'd say if I wanted to define it succinctly, I'd say focus. And then I'd add, I say the ability to be focused, happy, and and deliver on my goals and objectives now. And doing it in the present? Is that, right. that's, yeah, that's totally. being mindful. There's, and it's the only time you can be happy. There's no such thing as, you know, happy at some point in the future. It's now. How long yeah. did it take you, Eric, to realize that to be happy and live successfully and have a gorgeous life that you live? Um, how long did it actually take you in business before you realized that? Oh, I have to look. I have to reinvent myself every day, Faye. You know, we all get carried away in, you know, culture and society's vision for us and all those things. But, I, you know, I had I've had several epiphanies. One was I was just about 30. I was very successful as CEO and all those things. And but overweight, drank too much, started smoking, you know, was single and I had an epiphany moment then, shifted from things, you know, lost some weight, exercise, and then I found yoga, which was my first entry into mindfulness. It's only, there's a lot of different entries. That was my first one. Uh, and then uh, a few years later, this was a really key point for me. And uh, my oldest brother was a poet, and my father was a football coach. And when they, they were like oil and water. My dad wanted him to play football. My brother wanted to write poetry. (laughs) And I watched my brother start meditation in his 30s, almost 40. 
and he moved closer and closer to my dad, closer and closer. And he opened up to my dad and my dad opened up and I got my whole family back. And it was like, uh, you know, I just noticed for the first time how one person could change and it could change the whole world. Everybody didn't have to change. And my brother said, you want to try it? And I said, boys, I want some of that. Yeah, I just watched a miracle. And uh, so I tried it. And for years, I was a closet meditator. You know, it can be very private, very, very. And you don't even have to meditate. That's one of the most powerful tools, but it's not for everybody. Um, so I did that. And then years later, maybe we'll, if it's interesting, we can get into how it came into my business life and those kind of things. But I've had a number of epiphany experiences. I find that it's, you know, it literally is like layers of an onion. When you, you get a little bit and you see a little bit more, you get a little bit more and you see a little bit more. You know, so I'm hopefully seeing a little bit more all the time, but I still have my blind spots and I still uh, my best days come in and out of presence. You know, my best days I get I get I'm not in this work because I am enlightened. I'm in this work because I need it. So I understand. I understand fully. So there are many, many different ways I'm I'm supposing that uh, one could have uh, transformation. So in, in your book, in your newest book, uh, that's something that you're talking about, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. there is a lot of different ways. Profit with presence, the 12 pillars of mindful leadership. Um, no, there's a number of different ways. I mean, transformation as I define it is, you know, in it's an alchemy of being just identified with my form and my body and my age and my job and my you know, status and all that stuff to being, you know, being identified with my consciousness, my being, and, you know, some, some power that's higher than myself, you know, some spirit. And that is to me really empowering because it's a much broader perspective from which to take the ups and downs of life, which, you know, let's face it, life is one catastrophe after another ending with death, you know, isn't that awful, but it's beautiful. If we have well, the right we perspective, know, we all know that that what that end result is going to be. Yes. And what's important for us, as you've probably found, is that throughout life, there will be ups and oh. there will be downs. Oh. But you need to find and prioritize the way that you accept those ups and those downs. Yeah. And am I? Yeah, and I would say if I want to just totally rely on life's experience for my moods and my attitude and my feelings, then I'm going to be, I'm going to mirror those ups and downs. But if I can reside in a bigger, I call it presence. So different people call it different things. But if I can reside in presence, it's a bigger container and I can watch the ups and downs, but I don't have to dip myself, you know, up and down with every change in the stock price, every, you know, every time I get a toenail bent. You know, uh, and of course, there's some major things that take me too. But through mindfulness, I've learned to kind of iron out the lows that they don't get quite as low and and kind of be on a trajectory of being a little happier all the time. Not, you know, just realizing in gratitude what a what a beautiful journey this is. And yeah, there's a lot to it. But you know what? Without those without that dichotomy of lows, there's no highs. So you need them. And it's and it's uh, 
you know, some people say learning to surf, you know, because so we, you... well, we get waves. <laughs> if you, that's an interesting way to look at it. And, you know, I never thought of that because even though I'm a native Floridian, I don't know how to swim. So I don't think I'll ever learn to surf. Uh, it's not something that I've, I've ever wanted to do. But when you think about it in terms of life, we're we're surfing all the time. Yeah, so as those waves come, the mindfulness in your life, it sounds like you've learned to prioritize what needs to be done. And therefore, you're able to be more mindful and live in the presence. Is, is, that, is that a true? Yeah, um, I've, I've actually, in my book, I highlight and I've come up with a priority system after baseball. Are you familiar with baseball? And I, I, I am familiar with baseball, never played so baseball. I, I have a little system that just says, you know, a home plate for me is my personal work. For me, it's meditation, it's gratitude, it's prayer. I have a little mindful movement practice. It can be yoga, doesn't have to be, but something that's mindful, getting in my body, I read. You know, I have those kind of things that I do in the morning, anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. Some days, you know, I like to do longer. I love to read. Um and that's home plate for me. And that puts me in a mindset that says, whatever life comes at me that day. And I say, the pitcher is life. I don't know okay. what pitch I'm going to get. I might get a curveball, a fastball, you know, it might be a spitball, could be a tsunami or a COVID plague <laughs> or, you know, 9-11, or it could be the lottery. I don't know what pitch I'm going to get that day, but I know my mindset's going to determine how my day goes, not necessarily what pitch I go. So I think I have to have the right mindset even before my I see my family and go with my family. So first base for me is family and friends. I want to make sure my family and friends are taken care of for the day. And if I have to go to work early, that might be the night before or something just to make sure people have what they need because they're number one for me. There was just a study that came out from uh, Harvard over 80 years and found the most important thing that they found in life that for happiness was long-term relationships. You know, and for me, for me, it's it's family. That's why I go to work, you know, to support that and, and do that. So I make sure that's come, that's first base. If I go to work before touching first base, I get thrown out, you know, okay. because I can have the best job in the world, make a squillion dollars. And if my family's a mess, I'm a mess. You know, it doesn't matter. So that's my mm -hmm. priority there. Second base is work. And I, when I get to work, I want to be able to focus 100%. When I'm focused and present, I can move the world in a few hours a day. You know, I can get a lot done. If I'm distracted, I got all my apps opened up, my Facebook, my newspaper, I got taking calls, I'm doing blah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm at work, but I'm half at work. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. I like to go to work and be totally focused. And then third base for me is community service, saving the world, but doesn't do any good. If, I, if I'm not steady in my job or my family's a mess, I'm not going to be much help to them either. My bouncing checks everywhere, don't have my, you know, myself in order. <clears throat> so to me, that's that's baseball. And if I if I do it all, I can I can have a home run. You know, I can uh, I can mm -hmm. have a great family, a great job. I can make the world a little better place. And also the community service ties right back into my morning routine, which is gratitude and action. You know, if I can go out and that's how I think capitalism works by people given when they can given of themselves. And I love capitalism. I love business. And if we can give of ourselves when we can, then it works for everybody, not just, you know, the 1% or 10% or whatever it is, you know, it's got to work for everybody. And I think it can. 
Well, as I was reading um, the bio for you, Eric, I was certainly impressed with that system that you set up for yourself. And as I relate that to uh, insurance professionals and those of us who are actually doing Medicare, um, do you mind if I share your secret? Share my secret, Faye. Go ahead. Share. Let's share your secret. <laughs> Everyone, Eric is becoming a Medicare beneficiary really, really soon. Wednesday. And, wow. Wow. <laughs> happy birthday. That's coming up. It will you will probably be there before this actual broadcast is aired. Uh, but happy birthday and welcome to Medicare land. So that's Eric's secret. But for those of you who are listening, I want you to know that Eric was smart enough and mindful enough to actually contact an independent broker like I yourself did. to find out what all of his Medicare options are and make a wise Medicare decision. Absolutely. So as I... As I was saying, I was impressed with the way that you outline um, the baseball concept. Yeah, thank you. I, I think it helps play. to have priorities. I mean, yes. if, if you don't have priorities, everything's a priority. It's stressful. But if I know when I get that call from my kids that I go, then that, to me, takes the stress off. Absolutely. And because you're mindful and you have that mindset that you're going to prioritize these things in your life, it has made it all come together so that you have a winning World Series all the time. <laughs> yeah, right? well, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> of course you I'm do. As, I'm as subject to the you know curveballs as anybody, but I, I, I think I, I found a way to hit a few. Uh -oh. Yes, but you know? I mean, in the end, yeah. you're winning all the time yeah, because totally. you put all these things together. You know, if we're here on Earth, just look at the miracle it is. Yeah. How how dare we look at it, you know, to be in, you know, not anything other than just a miracle. Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. Well, let's share with us more about the book. Sure. Where we can get the book, because I yeah. believe your book will be very, very helpful, Ooh. extremely helpful for those yeah. of us who are living, who want to live in the present, who want to get the most out of life, who want to live the life that will get us to where we want to be. And that includes God, family, and community. So the whole thing. Tell us about a little bit more. About <clears throat> well, the title is Profit with Presence, the 12 Pillars of Mindful Leadership. It's available for free sale on Amazon. It'll be shipped to you on March 7th. So go on there today and, you know, get your pre-order and get it done. We also have a website, livinginthegapspelledout.org, which you can order the book from there. In all of our workshops, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's free resources like a 21-day program to get you started in mindfulness, just 10 minutes a day if that's of interest to you. But basically the books, the book says, you know, it, you don't have to have a trade-off of mindfulness and be in business. You know, I, I, I say a lot of people in business tell me mindfulness is woo-woo. 
you know, it's too soft and takes too much time. And I think that's wrong thinking. Mindfulness, as I said, is focus, the ability to be happy and focused and, and deliver on my results. And, and to me, that's just totally in sync with business. I mean, I, I think business without focus is not business. It just happens, you know, it's an accident. <laughs> so I like to focus. So I think mindfulness is great with that. And the beauty of mindfulness is, uh, I call it the miracle of business mindfulness, is if I learn uh, mindfulness at work, first of all, at work, we have all related, all all races, all religions, all genders. We have uh, all the political parties and we're mandated to come in and work together for a common cause. Mindfulness makes that easy, removes judgment, increases compassion, you know, makes that much easier to communicate. And the real bonus is then I take it home. I share it with my spouse. I share it with my kids. You know, I have uh, someone here leaving every day at four o'clock going there coaching three kids in sports teams. They've, they've increased their business at the time they've done it. And they're sharing mindfulness with the sports team. And I'm not sitting down and chanting and, and meditations, you know, but they're sharing mindfulness. Mindfulness is, a, is an intention and a concept. I fill my mind full of what I choose to fill it with. You know, I focus. So I think it's a miracle. I think you can do it all. You know, may, but prioritize so you know when there's less time what you can get done. You know, you get the top priorities done and that you don't have to wait. I'm exhausted when I get home at night. You know, I work hard. I can't wait until I get home at night and then squeeze in, you know, 10 minutes of this or that. I, I work on mindfulness all day long. It allows me to listen to people that I work with, listen to customers better, um, be more focused. I, th I think it can be the key to your business success. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. I was going to ask you to wrap up with the key and you did. You just oh, did. Sorry, mindfulness Faye. is the key, right? Mindfulness, being mindful and having the right mindset about life and all of the components that pull into life. Thank you. Thank you so very, very much. Listen, listeners, go to Amazon.com for the pre-sale of Eric's new book um, and make sure that you look for, let's see the book again. Profit, Profit with Presence, the 12 Pillars Profit. of Mindful Leadership, Eric Holzapple. Profit with Presence. I'm not going to murder your name again, Holzapple. but if you do Profit <laughs> with Presence on Amazon, do the pre-sale and think about this putting mindfulness into your business will help the business and you to live the life that you would love to live. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eric, for being with me today. Uh, is there any last word that you'd like to share? Sure. With us? Yeah. I, I tell people, you know, don't to go small and look for it's a marathon, not a sprint. Be consistent, go small. If meditation is not for you, start for others. I mean, one of the simplest, easiest things is gratitude. Think of three things you're grateful for and why in the morning before you get out of bed or before you get going or with your coffee. Can change your whole mindset, can change your whole life. So start small, be consistent, uh, and get started. That's Thank what I'd you suggest. so, so much. 
This is Faye, and I sell Medicare plans. Listen to the podcast. If you are watching our YouTube session, then by all means, hit that subscribe button. Let us know that you liked and give us some comments. Go to Eric's website and order anything that you see that will help you in your business. And thanks once again, Eric, for being with me today. You're welcome, Faye. I really enjoyed it. You have a great day. You too. Thank you.